You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Future of Flushing. I'm Vito Calisi. With me is Jonathan Barron. And when I say with me, I mean right in front of me in my hotel room, room 219 at the Hilton Garden Inn. John, how are you doing? I was better before you doxed us. Now, I mean, I guess I guess a future of flushing party would be fun. Have a couple of listeners come by, hang out. Yeah, man. I mean, if you guys want to party, just like hit us up. And by party, we mean like a nice early bird dinner, you know, get into our, uh, put our socks and flip flops on and kick it at the room. Those are nice. Those are Gucci slides. They are. I was going to wear them. I was thinking about wearing them like during the day. That's. I think that would have been a weird look with the minor leaguers. They would have looked at you differently. But, dude, be careful with those. Don't lose those. Don't don't put them anywhere that you might misplace them. I won't. Don't worry. I appreciate it. So don't wear them tomorrow? No, don't wear them tomorrow, man. Be a man of the people. I feel like these are a man of the people. No, those are a little fancy boy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what are you wearing for your wedding? I, I, for my wedding, yeah. I, I I have some nice shoes picked out for my wedding. I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to. I don't want to announce it. Why not? My my fiance. No, 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 no. no. It's not, uh, my fiance is said, "Hey, you got to stop telling everybody what you're doing. Leave some stuff for a surprise." This so. is why I'm waiting until September 21st because you've ruined too many surprises for me. So you, you don't understand. Like you, I was. I listened to the episode. You had a wedding. You had a wedding. Uh-huh. You know that RSVPs are stressful. I really wasn't that worried. I was rooting for more no's anyway. Oh, you think we don't want no's from people? Of course we so want if I do, if I say no, I'm doing you a favor. No, I mean, uh, you know, you're you're my buddy. Of course I want my co-host and my podcast there. All right. Um, but we are in Port St. Lucie, um, and it has been two days so far. We have one more day of just, like, successful interviews. We've recorded ten interviews so far that all you listeners will get to hear. And uh, it's just been a very great experience, wouldn't you say, John? Yeah, it's been fun. It's my first time down here during the St. Lucie Mets season. So, you know, seeing a game night, seeing how they do it down here is awesome. Um, it's a very different vibe than, than a spring training time in Port St. Lucie. But, you know, got to visit some of our uh, favorite places to eat. Vito and I had a nice sushi dinner tonight, so that was good. We did. Great sushi. Vito had the cream cheese roll. I didn't. I did have the cream cheese roll, but then I felt like because I had the cream cheese roll, I really like laid off. Um, yeah. I like towards the end, I went, you know what? I had my cream cheese roll. John's got to get the rest of this stuff over here. So like you had a lot of the, the sashimi. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I kind of said, fish. I know John loves sashimi. So I said, you know what? I hate this cream cheese roll. John will get the sashimi. And I do want to talk about that PSL Mets game that we went to. It was Silver Slugger's night. It was very, very, very unique, very cool uh, promotion they do here in St. Lucie. Why don't you, why don't you share with Silver? It's not what you think, right? No. I, so I thought when I saw Silver Sluggers Diet on the website, I assumed that was like children. I thought Silver Sluggers was some children's package. Turns out Silver Sluggers is the senior club. So 55 and older, you can buy the, this package for Silver Sluggers. And then I believe it's every Tuesday night, you get free admission and you get a t-shirt. They all wear matching t-shirts and they have, I believe, 11,000 members. I think it's 1,100. <laughs> I think it's 1,100. Still a lot of members. That makes more sense. 1,100 makes more sense. 11,000 would be... 11,000 is a lot. That's probably like, how many people do you think live in Port St. Lucie? 
Let's look it up. I mean, it's a bigger place than you'd think. No, I know. Did you know that it's it's the biggest? I think it's like the biggest. Fastest growing, I know. Oh, like 217,000. So. Wow. So that's nowhere near. I mean, is it insulting that I was like, I didn't think, to be clear, I didn't think Port St. Lucie only had 11,000 people. I just thought in this vicinity, you probably, yeah. in this vicinity, yeah. like vicinity, yeah. vicinity. Yeah. I mean, there's a commercial area of, of Port St. Lucie that we're at right now. Yeah. Area around the ballpark. But the the senior group, the Silver Sluggers, there's 1,100 of them. They come out to the games. They wear their shirts. And they're fans. Like, I'm not going to say what these people were saying, but, like, they they were very tuned in to the team. Like, they they could probably host a podcast. They could. We should have. We should have told them about our podcast. I was thinking about that. You were. You said you were shy. And you didn't want to talk too much. Well, yeah. Vito wanted to go into the stands and do like some tactile TikTok style content, and I was feeling bashful at the moment. I was just like, ah, I don't know. But wouldn't it have been fun? Like TikTok content's always like these like young people. Imagine having a bunch of the, the, silver, the sluggers. silver sluggers just like out here just talking about their experiences. Yeah. Well, it's a fun. Uh, it's a fun name. So because you know, silver silver hair, you get it. I think I think Is that's probably that one, it. That's genius. I think that's probably it. The, the St. Lucie. Have to confirm, but I think that's it. A big shout out to Chris from the St. Lucie match. Chris runs the team store, I believe, and he just like the team store, the main one in the outside area, was closed, and we met Chris at the upper level one. And Chris took John and I to the to the main store when it was closed. We did buy. It wasn't like he was handing us stuff for free. But he, like, brought us downstairs, and he let us pick out some stuff from the larger collection. And he didn't even know we worked for the team. Yeah, Chris is the man. Hooked us up. Go see Chris for sure. Go see Chris for all of your Mets needs when you are in St. Lucie. Now, John, it's cool being in person together, isn't it? Like, doing this in in person in my hotel room? When you keep saying in my hotel room, it's like... Second time you've, you've specified that we're in Vito's hotel room. Well, because I want the people to know where we are. If I was listening to this, I'd be like, I wonder where these two fellas are. We're not at the stadium right now. We are not. We, uh, we were at the stadium, though. We were at the game, which, which just wrapped up a little while ago, actually. And that, I don't know if it's the future of Flushing Bump. You know we come down here. St. Lucie Mets push across 11 runs on Tuesday night against the Daytona Tortugas. They do that on 13 hits. They won that game 11-7, and Marco Vargas, who we are hoping to be uh, chatting with tomorrow, Marco Vargas had his best night as a member of the St. Lucie Mets, and he's been having them often recently. Remember, recently promoted after the FCL season came to an end. Vargas was on base five times on Tuesday night. Had two hits, Vito, three walks, a couple RBIs, and a stolen base for Vargas, who we saw great hitting, spraying the ball over the field. So a very impressive player. Spry on his toes, played shortstop tonight. So a really strong night for Marco, Marco Vargas, who now has multiple hits in three of his last five games. Another guy with a big night, Vincent Perozo. He had three hits and three RBIs for the St. Lucie Mets, who they did all their damage between innings three and six. They scored 11 runs in this one, and it all came in innings three through six, capped off by a six-run third, or started by a three-run third, punctuated by a three-run, a six-run third. So St. Lucie Mets, they earn an 11-7 win against Daytona. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now let's go to the Brooklyn Cyclones who earned a 4-2 victory on Wednesday night. A big win for the Cyclones who got some help from the Hudson Valley Renegades. They right now, it's top nine in Hudson Valley. They're beating Jersey Shore 13-0. So the Cyclones win. Jersey Shore's loss. That puts the Cyclones back in sole possession of first place in the South Atlantic League North, North Division as they are in the, the 4-2 win, as I mentioned. Ryan Clifford, Vito, you know, the big standout for the Cyclones. He homered for a second straight game. That gives him 24 on the season, 22 in high A. And he also had a sack fly. So another big night for Ryan Clifford, one of the two pieces acquired for Justin Verlander. Would you say Ryan Clifford's a dog? I'd say he's a big red dog. That's where I was going. I know. That's where I was going. You didn't let me go there. You you skipped me on the line to the big red dog. Were you gonna Were you gonna follow up with? Were you gonna follow up with? So I was gonna say, would you say he's a dog? And you're gonna go, yeah, I guess he's a dog. And then I was gonna say, you think he's a big red dog? But if you want, we can cut it out. We can just do it again. No, I don't do that, dude. I let the people know what's happening at all times. Hey, John, as a not as a Big Ten guy myself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, John, you say that a lot, and I'm just entertained by it. There's things I say a lot, too, like now. I'm proud of my Big, my big Ten roots. Dude, you do, but do you think these guys think that you also played sports when you say that? Well, I don't think what they want. I, call, I announce sports. Dude. I was involved in the sport. You were? Hey, I was involved in the sports. That's fair. Do you want to hear, do you want to hear something funny? One of, my, one of my best friends, one of my groomsmen, 6'7", dude, plays, played basketball, but he did not play college basketball. Yeah. But when people ask him if he played college basketball, he says he played basketball at Drexel. Like uh, like pickup games? Like he, he, he's like, I did. I went to Drexel and I played basketball during that time. He went to Drexel time. and he played like intramural basketball. You know what that is? That's a lie. That's stolen valor. That's a lie. Yeah, it's a lie. Yeah. I'm not saying I did baseball in Indiana. I'm no, saying, no, no. You're just saying I, was, I was in a different way involved in the, in the game. No, I get that. I'm yeah. just, I was just bringing up. Your a, friend's lying. Your friend's lying. No, he's straight up lying. It's through it's, and through lying. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's outrageous. Yeah. And he's 6'7, so these people believe him. This changes my calculus, which is September 21st now. Why would it change your calculus <laughs> okay, for September kidding. 21st? Well, I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to be looking around the wedding being like, I wonder who that guy is. Like, it's the 6'7 guy. Well, actually, his brother, who's also a groomsman, is also 6'7. So, what if you seat me next to this guy? Now I can't stop thinking this is the liar. The well, whole time. You're not going to be seated with him. He's at the wedding party table. Okay. All right. You're going to have a nice table, though. I, you I think. I, I, have I, you already figured out where I'd be? Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll be with some co workers. Sure. And then. Um, By a bar? Close to a bar? Well, we. Hmm. Look, you know what we've done? We have waiters as well as the bar, and we're making sure the waiters are being attentive to the okay. people's needs for drinks. Yeah, I feel like waiters don't work at weddings. There's just too much traffic, foot traffic all around the venue, so you got to just get up and get to a bar. You take out a couple singles and, you know, but we have get, the, you get your whiskey sour. We ask that the bartender, we, we have, and we're not doing like a lame, like two bars with only one bartender at each. We got two bars, and each bar will have more than one bartender. Specialty cocktail? There will be specialty cocktails. You'll have to wait till September 21st for those. Well, no, October. What's the date again? Oh, October 21st. Yeah, September 21st is the RSVP date. Yeah, yes, it is. Um, for a reason. I I, for a re- I don't make these things. You don't. All right. I don't. 
Anyway. All right. Let's talk about the Cyclones. Let's get back to the Cyclones. Jordan, Ryan Clifford. Tell him what his OPS is right now. Well, Ryan Clifford's OPS, woof, 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 is 840. Hoo, hoo, hoo. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Also pretty good. The Cyclones arms on Tuesday night. Jordani Ventura started. He allowed just one earned run in four and a third innings. And then Dylan Hall came in out of the bullpen. And Hall was fantastic. Three and two-thirds innings of scoreless ball. Lowers his ERA to 275. So a huge outing there. And like we mentioned, the Cyclones regain that one-game lead for first place. As they are on their push for a postseason spot. We still haven't hammered down what we're going to tailor it or call it. We've got the Pony Playoff push. What about the storm of the century? Because like a cyclone is a storm. Why are you just shaking your head? This is a podcast. You have to speak. I know. I was letting it breathe. I was letting it marinate. Marinara. Bowtie pasta. We're just <laughs> now we're just dropping all that. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Biggest and Rumble Ponies, the Pony Playoff push, which is one that we know. And John, you were talking about arms in the Cyclones game. Got to talk about a big arm over on the Rumble Ponies. Wander Suarez was named Pitcher of the Week of the Eastern League, which is super exciting to see. This is after a six no-hit inning appearance in his Double A debut. Imagine showing up to a place in your first week. Imagine winning Employee of the Week in your first week of work. That's pretty much what Wander Suarez did. I feel like that doesn't. I, I feel like that's got to have happened like less than 5% in all jobs everywhere. Probably the case. I mean, Suarez has been really good recently. He had an 11 strikeout game back on August 11th, so Mets felt strongly about giving him the chance, and they were rewarded. So, good for Wander Suarez. First impressions, baby. I'm going to ask you a question that's about a Yankee. Okay. It's not the one I asked you before the podcast. Okay. Would you say, you would say Mariano Rivera. Mm, what about him? Would you say without an argument the greatest closer of all time? I mean, what, what am I going to say? No? That's just a hot take. No, I know. So, we, and it brings it up because this is like my, the thing we just Closers said about... Closers are interesting. They're, they're just interesting. Closers are, you know, look, I think that three outs are three outs. I do think that. I think that you can train your brain to calm down your nerves, you know, because it changes. Like, we talked to Cade Morris today, and he talked about how nervous he was. He pitched in the game where the FCL Mets clinched the division. It was his first pro appearance and how nervous he was. Austin Trusser also talked about that with us yesterday. Well, his wasn't because of the game. His was because he had different spikes on and he was like, he was super nervous yeah, about that. Yeah, but still, nerves are something that can subside over time because you get used to a situation. So, yes, you want to say it's the, uh, the crescendo of the game, sure, but I still think that three outs are three outs. And so... For closers, which is a, I don't want to say a new position in baseball, but it doesn't go back to the 40s and 50s. No, it does not. Barely goes back to the 80s. Right. It is something that, you know, you can't get a save unless you're in a situation, your team puts you in the situation where you're winning by three runs or fewer. Like if you're in a team that's dominating all the time and they're winning by four or five runs on a nightly basis, you're not getting save opportunities. No, not at all. And if you're on a team that is losing a lot, you're not getting save opportunities. Well, if you look at the Mets last year, I mean, Edwin Diaz didn't have this insanely high save count because the Mets were just winning games by a lot of runs. Correct. And then if you look at 2015, Jerus Familia is just breaking records because the Mets had a lot of close games. I also think a guy like Paul Gervais, right? We've talked about him a lot. Yes, we have. I think a guy like Paul Gervais and his ability to come out of the bullpen and go through maybe a lineup one full time, you know, get nine outs for you. I think that's more valuable using a guy that dominant than saving him for the ninth inning when you can only get 
the definition of a save according to baseball bookkeeping. I'm going to throw another thing at you. Is it almost harder to be just a regular relief pitcher because like you have no idea when you're coming out there in sure. what inning and when it is when you're a closer you you have an idea of what when it's going to be like sure. it's, it's the ninth inning yeah but my but this is this is my question so as i said i don't want to answer it that's why i went on that tangent about i know saves are kind of like eh. but here's the thing wander suarez one pitcher of the week in his first week you would say mariano rivera it's it, there's just in this position the best to ever do it correct factually whatever okay that's probably never happened in any other job in the world, right? There's probably no other clear-cut answer for this person is the best to ever do their job. Probably not. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. That's so. just like an—I mean, that has nothing to do with mess player development whatsoever. But uh, you know, neither does a lot of the things we talk about on Future of Flushing. This was baseball-related, at least. At least we, you know, got off topic, but still kept it on the rails. Yeah, and it all had to do with the fact that Wander Suarez, in his debut, his Double A debut. One pitcher of the week, which is just great to see. Another thing cool to see, Jeremiah Jackson. I mean, the interview is crushing on YouTube, and Jeremiah Jackson is crushing for the Rumble Ponies. Jeremiah Jackson went three for three with a double and an RBI. He just can't be stopped. Yeah, he's got the OPS up around 793, so we've said it before. We'll say it again. The Mets identifying a talented player in Jeremiah Jackson who, you know, the Angels are looking at a 40-man roster crunch. The Mets did a great job. You know, doing the research, doing the homework, doing the scouting, and they brought over a player into the organization who can play a lot of positions and has a lot of tools. And he's been really good for the Rumble Pony, including Rumble Ponies, including those three hits on Tuesday, which was a six-one loss for the Rumble Ponies. We should probably mention that. So they have a little setback. But, if you want to be negative, well, look, I mean, this Rumble Pony team said it on the last episode: hottest team in professional baseball. Yeah, we said it. I said it on Sunday night. You did. They, you know, they losing is just a been a race. So. You know, can't win them all, you as, can't. as the old adage goes. But the Rumble Ponies still in a really, really good spot as they look to make the playoffs. Blade Tidwell, he was touched up a bit on Tuesday. He allowed three homers, but he was still showing off, flashing some gross stuff, hitting 98. You know, something that we haven't seen much from Blade. So he was feeling good. Well, that was a couple long balls, but we've seen Blade bounce back all season from the rare, not-so-great starts he's had, and we know it's going to happen again. If I am playing, if I'm on a team who's due up to play Blade Tidwell after a bad start. You're in for a rough one. I'm not feeling good about myself. No. I'm feeling like Blade Tidwell is going to come out here with a murderous look in his eyes, and I'm probably not going to do well. Because Blade comes out there, he literally said it, he feels like he excels in tough situations. So he comes out, he has a bad start, I have all the confidence in the world that Blade Tidwell is going to go out there next week, and he's just going to shove. I'm with you. I got a question for you. I have probably an answer or not. You're sitting on this chair. Yes. And I see behind you, you know, your... Uh, my, my shirt? Your Miami Vice shirt. Yes. Are you going to wear that tomorrow? Uh, I... So this is like a black shirt with some nice fluorescent flowers on it. Yeah. It's a Vito staple. And it, it made its way down to Port St. Lucie. It was, it was for the previous trip. Yeah, it was... Vito was on a previous trip. See, I'm going on one after this... And Vito is going home. He was in Raleigh, North Carolina. I've been last living weekend. out of two different hotels for a week now. So okay, so that's not a, that's not a podcast shirt. No, I feel like on the podcast we got to wear Mets stuff. I, I feel like I can't wear like you don't have to. fun Vito. Let's shirts. wear non-Mets shirts tomorrow. You don't wear non-Mets shirts. Well, here, do, no, I just no. I'm wearing a Mets shirt. Tomorrow. Yeah, because you don't want to use any of your shirts for your, your next trip. No, I overpacked. 
I but I always overpack. Are you an over? I'm a big overpacker. I brought half my wardrobe with me. I I, I have a I I, I overpacked. I, and every time you get home from a trip after yeah. overpacking, you unpack it. Number one, you create more work for yourself. Because you got to do the laundry. You can't you can't go. I don't wear it because it's been it's been in air. Oh, it's, it's wrinkled. It's everything. Yeah. And then number two. You take it out and you're like, what was I thinking? When was I wearing this thing? Oh, yeah. You're like, did I need this many pairs of shorts? Not even Did close. I think I was going to work out twice a day? Yeah. Like, what did I think? I, you know what, sure, I've worn, I was going to say, I brought a messy jersey you haven't even seen. But Mi- I, Miami, I did wear No, not Miami. Barca. No. Miami. That, no. PSG. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A couple the, teams are moving. The League One Uber Eats championship. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I haven't worn you that. You should wear that tomorrow. No, because I just, that's even weirder. Like, I have my PSG hat that I didn't wear either. Um, I would love for you to wear that shirt. And we could ask everyone what they think of it. But the, it's not a Mets shirt. It's a different team. I feel like that's disrespectful. It's not, not a different team. No, this shirt right oh, here. Oh, this shirt. Behind you, yeah. Your fluorescent shirt. All right, here's hours. the thing. I'm going to call the hotel after you. I'm going to call the front desk. If they have a and steamer, it, yeah. I'll do it. They don't have a steamer. They have an ironing board. Yeah, I'm not using an ironing board. It's not that hard. I don't like it. I don't like the risk of damaging my clothing. I, I was gonna bring a steamer. Ah, I wish you did. I got I have wrinkle release spray. I got it at uh it works. This I got, shirt's really wrinkled though. Also I wore this I've worn I wore it like twice here. in rally. Walking back to my room like a prop like a proper gentleman when we're done. And bring the shirt, spray it down. You just do a little smoothing out with your hands, hang it up, it'll be good as new tomorrow. Presto. I'm not gonna wear that tomorrow. It's, it's disappointing. I'm gonna wear a Mets polo. Or I'm going to wear the shirt that I bought from Chris no, at the PSL no, match. I'm wearing that. You're wearing the black one. I know, but come on. We can't be wearing I have that. a blue one. I guess. I don't know. I feel like I was wearing the same shirt as Noel McClain. You today. were. And you were like way too proud of it. And then you pointed at me. It made me feel like a nerd. You got a nice polo on. I did. have a nice, I like that stripe polo. The Mets make great merch. If, if nice, you're a Mets Nike. fan, it's Nike. <laughs> Well, hey, it's got a Mets logo on it. Yeah, Nike makes great stuff. We thank you, Nike. Uh, do you want to talk about the Syracuse Mets game? Mendick's been very productive for the Syracuse Mets team of late. So a big night for Danny Mendick. Also a good night for Danny Reyes. So Reyes made the spot start for the Mets last week, and he pitched well in that spot start. He's given the Syracuse Mets a length of recent. That's three straight starts with six innings pitched for Danny Reyes. Eric Orsi also threw a scoreless inning. So the Syracuse Mets... They earn a 6-5 walk-off win against the Rochester Red Wings. Also want to mention real quick, Brandon McIlwain had two hits. He's OPSing 9-10 for the Syracuse Mets since his promotion. So the athletic outfielder has been really, really good in AAA since he joined those Syracuse Mets. Brandon McIlwain is your Nick Morabito. I'm a big Brandon McIlwain guy. I am, yeah. I, he's... A good player every night. He is a good every player. Every night he makes something he impacts the game. Every I'm not night. bashing it. I'm just yeah. pointing out facts. Facts yeah. are facts. How'd you how'd you feel talking to Nick today? It was nice to catch up with Nick Morbido, you know? Yeah. I do you think he remembered us from spring training or do you think I do. I don't think he remembered he wore his uh Woo Lemon get up though. No, so, I mean, look. I threw him I, off a little bit. It did throw him off a little bit. It when was, you were like, I remember what you wore that one time. <laughs> it was because it was 95 degrees out that day. And you showed up in a full sweatsuit. Me and you were like, it's hot out. Do you remember how hot we were sitting? Because we were we were sitting outside. If you've ever been to the complex here at Port St. Lucie, there's a point, there's a part where all four of the outfield, of the um, the practice fields meet. And it's by the tower. And like we were just sitting in a on a picnic table in the middle of all these fields for about like hours. We were out there for hours. We did a ton of interviews and it was just hot. Yeah. 
And I remember that Nick walked over and he was wearing like full sweat gear. And I was just like, dude, it's hot, man. Yeah. I, I was sweating. Dude, if you look, if you look at the, if you look at the Colin Houck interview that's up right now, I'm, I'm sweating, dude. That's also because John didn't get up and help me with all the wires. Yeah, I was keeping the guy company. <laughs> Jacob Resnick was there. He could have kept him company. I was doing the re- I was doing the legwork. You know, I found out he was a Cowboys fan that way. You did find out. We he was were a talking Cowboys about fan. all sorts of things. We were, yeah. yeah you know, you got Someone's got to be the, the the greeter. Yeah, you were just like, oh, here's my. I was out in the sun during that whole time. Oh yeah, I was baking. I I was just I was just out there sweating, putting out cable. When, when we sat down, I noticed you and Colin were both dripping, and I was like, "Am I just like <laughs> do I have a superpower where like humidity just doesn't bother me?" Dude, Colin was Colin he was dripping. Colin was dripping during the interview. Yeah, it made me feel better. Yeah, I think maybe you know what I think he did that to just make me feel better. I think he purposely sweat for that. It's the hot seat. Maybe that's what we should call it when guys sit down and talk to us. We'll put them in the hot seat. No, because then they're not going to want to do the show anymore. They're going to think we're going to ask them hard hitting questions, not questions like cold cuts or cutlets, which we don't even ask people anymore. You want to get back to it tomorrow? No. Maybe maybe, maybe. maybe. Maybe one or two. Maybe. Maybe. If if you hear us ask somebody cold cuts or cutlets, just know. Wait, it came up with Colin Houck, actually. Yeah, they had, cut, they had cold cut sandwiches on draft night. They did. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sick of hearing cold cuts. You're I, just annoyed that you're never on the yeah, right side no, of history. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I just like everyone, I just, I've, I've given, I've given in. Everyone likes, uh, everyone likes the cold cuts, so. This whatever. is a long episode. For only four games, but I'm gonna go to bed. We gotta wake up early. We're going to the gym. We are. We're right? gym. Wait, what? So, let's let's talk. what what? No, nothing. We didn't talk. Like, what do you think? I, like, I saw you working out. You saw me working out. What's your what's your thoughts of me as a gym goer? And then I'll say my job. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't evaluating you as a gym goer. Every every time I looked over, you were working. You weren't on your phone. I, I rarely go on my phone at the gym. That's to me. That's the that's the biggest pet peeve is don't don't go on your phone. No, you know, you're there to put in work. You're there to get your heart rate up. If you go on your phone, you're never going to accomplish that. No, I was doing. I did. Plus, you're 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 clogging it up from for somebody else. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You you were you were a positive gym goer. I noticed. You know, I will say, you take a little long. What do you mean? I take long. I looked over. I was like, because like I'm, I, I was doing. I, I was like trying to see like where I was in the workout because like me and you had places to be. Uh-huh. So I'd like peek over and I'd be like, I did. I think there was one point where I did five, five different things, uh-huh. like four sets of five things. Yeah. And and you still were on like your your second thing. Well, I stay on the uh, the incline bench for a while. You do, you do, which is interesting because you go on the incline bench, but you're not doing incline bench. What do you mean? You were on the incline bench. Were you even using the bench, or were you just doing other stuff on the incline bench? No, I was using. I was supersetting between. Nice. Yeah. When did you start doing supersets again? Why did you start doing supersets again? <laughs> what 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 prompted supersets? I realized I was being lazy. Who is there anybody? You. Is there, you. Oh my God, me! You. I influence something in John's life, and I feel good about myself because John influences me all the time. It was you, but John influences me all the time. John, do you think this episode's gone off the rails? I do. It's really we we got we got a early day tomorrow, and I still have to I still have to edit. We it. have I to leave twenty minutes early so we can go to Starbucks. So what? Because I like to get coffee before my workout? No, no. I'm saying before we go to the stadium. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah because the Starbucks takes forever, and yeah, Johnny so. needs his sandwiches. Both. 
Add my, add my Trenta coffee. Yeah, you got to get the Trenta, which I don't think I've finished one of mine. I think I've gotten like 75%. Fuels me. But I long dr- day. I also drink the coffee before the gym. I anyway. woke up today. My throat was like, uh, my throat, I was like, there's a lot of talking these last two days. Yeah. A lot of talking. You're lucky that your trip is after the interviews mm-hmm. because I woke up from the wedding. Feeling froggy. And my voice was, I, my voice was a little hoarse and I was like, oh no, what have I done? But luckily it was all good the next day. All right. All right. Let's we got to get out of here. Serve us for tomorrow. Conserve this has been voices. this has been a thirty minute episode for four games. We usually have thirty minute episodes for weekends. It's all good. It's ten oh five. I'm gonna get in bed and uh, we'll make it happen tomorrow. All right, John. Well, I'll see you in the morning. See you in the morning. I'll see you in the future. We'll see our, our listeners. We'll talk to our listeners in the future. There'll be music for them to enjoy. <laughs>